Amen. So under this theme, this, this day, I'm, I'm preaching the first sermon under it. I've titled, Forgive Your Offenders. Forgive Your Offenders. Close your eyes, lift up your right hand and talk to God. Shadalababa, talk to God. Zedelegebagadabahai. Talk to God. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to understand your word. Yes, Lord, help us. Talk to God. Just talk to Him. I want to understand your word today. In the Legazella Bea, Rabalagadaya Babayanas, in the name of Jesus. Oh, Hibia Rante Sevo. with coats of fire. Touch my flesh with your oil that I will decree only what you want your people to hear. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap of praise. I want you to go on our page on Facebook and share the message on your page right now before I begin to preach. Let the other people online let somebody who is just gallivanting online see this message. He'll only see it when you share it. So go and share it as I begin to preach. ICGC that's Carrie's Temple. Go share the message. Forgive your offenders. Forgive your offenders. One of the common things we see in life are people in so much of complaint. This person did this. My father didn't take care of me. My husband was very wicked to me. My wife was very wicked to me. My, my mother was not kind. My, my family has deserted me. Everything. And, and we have so many reasons. My boss doesn't like me. My friends conspired against me and I was sacked. And so many, so many. And so a lot of us are working with so many offense in our heart and i'm praying that this morning as i preach that the word of god there will be a serious stirring in you to forgive every offender in your life can i hear a big amen? amen to forgive means to stop feeling angry and resentful towards someone for an offense for a flaw or for a mistake the person did to you so if you are forgiving someone, you will not have that hard feeling to revenge or to become resentful. When we say resentful, a lot of us don't understand to withdraw yourself from the person. So immediately you become resentful. You, you just withdraw yourself. I've advised myself. You have not forgiven. Are you here? To forgive means 
to cancel the depth of another person to cancel the depth of another person to forgive means when you no longer feel the anger that comes when you remember the event that means you are forgiven until then you have not forgiven so forgiveness the proof of forgiveness is that at the memory of what happened you don't get that angry again I'm giving you the definition of forgiveness so that when you tell me that you are forgiven this is what should be happening to you and I told the first service the gospel service that I don't believe in forgive and forget because depending on the event you may never forget are you with me if your father ever raped you I don't think you forget but you can forgive if your if your friend went behind you destroyed you to your beloved and took your beloved and got married to your beloved I don't think you forget it but you can forgive so don't fight to forget deliberately decide to do what to forgive give the Lord a good clap of it To forgive means to let bygones be bygones. If you say you are forgiving someone, you should have consciously and deliberately made a decision to release your feelings and resentfulness, to release yourself from preparing to revenge. Some of us are sitting here, you are only looking for an opportunity to revenge of something. Somebody, some of us are sitting here, you are only looking for an opportunity to, to pay back somebody in his own coin. Are you here with me? God is saying, drop that dagger down. Drop that stone down. Drop that weapon down. That weapon to revenge. I'll pay you back. And when I pay you back and you die and you go and come, you will behave yourself well. Yeah, there are Christians who speak like that. I will show him. And when he dies and he comes back, not like Adua, but he came back as Abena, you will think well. And these are tongue-talking believers. And we find it in our marriages. Wife is so angry with their husband. Husband is so angry with the wife. But they still have sex. Yeah. So you see, if you want to marry and you think that when somebody has sex with you, he loves you, you are lying. They are married couples who are angry at each other, but they. <laughs> fire. <laughs> and when they finish, everybody sleeps. We all go to work and we come. Diplomatically, we are married. So, events may not leave your memory. But you must let people leave your heart. Yes. You will always remember some events. But the next time you see those people, release them in your heart. Because until you release them, you are a trouble in waiting. I'm teaching. I know I'm talking to about 17 people specifically. I know. Forgiveness does not mean to forget. If you were a child of a man who was killed in the coup in Ghana, I don't think you forget that event. But you should forgive. I'll show you why. You know, sometimes we feel so powerful. You feel like your, your ex left you and you have vowed to punish him. Yes. And you have made decrease over his head. You will never get a good woman like me. You will never. You will look for a good woman. Only Jezebel will come to your life. God will pay you your own way. The son will fight you. It doesn't work. Oh. If it works, many men will not be alive. 
in our generation. And Derek, like you, will be alive. So you've taken me a picture. If it works, Roland will be here. It doesn't work. The person, you see that the next time you see the person, the person is Prophet Ebenezer Akando. Yeah, this guy is a prophet. Yes, he's a prophet. God has called him. <laughs> so you keep your padlock in your pot. It will not work. So who has moved forward? He and you are still bitter. And somebody will see him preaching and fall for him. And you hear their wedding. And you hear their naming ceremony. You hear their child dedication. You hear their house dedication. You hear a certain company and they are like, God, you are not fair. God is faithful. You have been unfair to yourself. To remember our God is to remember his word and hacking to it. And one of God's messages to us is that we should forgive. We should forgive our offenders. We should forgive our offenders. I remember my, my, my own sister, she went to a certain school. I'll mention the university. But one day I'll go there and look for the dean. She went there, trailed some papers for some reasons. A lot of things happened at that time. Trailed some papers and she could not graduate. She didn't inform me. Because, you know, you feel like, hey, Charlie, you school fees, baby. So she kept it to herself. So at a certain point, something happened and I got to know and all that. So go back to that school and then talk to the dean that you are ready to raise it and then they should he said, the dean said, unless he drops her pants before. And I said, oh, drop what? <laughs> I said, no. No. And you see that it's something that had come up long time and it was in their heart. I said, look, you better forget that person. Leave him to me. I'll present him to God. Then you move forward. When she decided to do that, she moved forward. Today she has really graduated with her own certificate. You have the choice to remain in bitterness. And you have the choice to advance in forgiveness. Which one will you choose? Joshua said, you know, sometimes leaders will bring you to the point. They say, hey, People choose which God you serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I want you to choose the right path. Forgive your offenders. Anybody that has offended you. Anybody that has stepped on your toe. Because look, as long as you are alive, people will step on your toes. As long as you breathe and you eat and you go to the market. And if you go to KJT and you go and speak English, they will insult you. Don't, 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 don't mind you. They say, no, they are not and you'll be offended. Yeah, you, you go and stand there and say, hello, good afternoon, please. Uh, do you have tomato? No, don't mind you. <laughs> you'll be offended. Even at your wedding, some relative of your wife will say, ah, but yeah, you can't bear my now. People have been positioned in your life to offend you. And the closest people around you are those whose offense are strong. If the person is far, you will not see the person often, so it's not strong. But when the person is close and the offense is released, it's like a dagger in your heart. But Jesus said, forgive all your offenders. The purpose of Christ shedding his blood on the cross is for the forgiveness of you and I. It means that it cost Christ 
to get our sins forgiven. It didn't come on a silver platter. Some of us think that Jesus was just there. No, no. The price had to be paid. And someone must avail himself to do that. And Jesus said, I will do that. Though you, you, we, he didn't sin, he took upon himself the willingness to pay the price. And because of our forgiveness, he had to shed his blood out of his body and to be dead. And if you are in church and you claim that God has given you a testimony, Pastor, God has given me a car, Pastor, I've given a testimony, this and this and this, and you cannot forgive your brother, you are wasting your time in the kingdom. Yes. Else, you see, you wake up one day to the realization that unforgiveness will neutralize all your good works. Yes. Because, look, if it is only the devil that doesn't forgive. Yes. So, if you ever have said, I will never forgive this person, you were manifesting the spirit of Lucifer. And I pray that today, May the Lord give you the power, the strength to release your offenders in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Yeah. I know, I know, I know some of the experiences can be so hurting. And you see, you see people hitting their hand on the table. I will never forgive this person. You are, you are enforcing the will of the devil in your life. Today, God is speaking to you. Let go. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. And almost all things are by the law, paired with the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. The greatest asset, the greatest mark of a Christian is his ability to forgive. If you are not a Christian and you cannot forgive, I will not blame you. But if you say, we say we are believers, we believe in Christ, the Holy Ghost is in us, and you are struggling to forgive, it means that the devil is holding you in one place to destroy you. You must have the ability to forgive without any negotiation. You know, I'm going to forgive you, Joyce. I'm going, I'm going to forgive you. But this should be your last. It's not forgiveness. That is not the God kind of forgiveness. And, and you know, this one, you know, I, I, I should have punished you, but you know, this one, you are forgiven. This is your, your last chance. Do you know which people talk like that? Children. Oh, haven't you heard your children? This my chocolate. Last chance. So you have been a Christian for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. You see, if you cannot forgive, it means that Christ is not having dominion over your life. I'm praying for somebody this morning that you will have the heart to release all your offenders from your heart in the name of Jesus. And you see, we can only assess God's forgiveness when we forgive others. Why do we bypass and then we come to God? and say, God, forgive. You remember the story in the Bible where the servant was owing the king and the king had pardon on him and he went and found out his own colleague owed him Hendrik Ghana and he organized for, for him to be in prison until his money is paid. When the king had his head, collect him, his children, his family, throw them inside. Forgiveness, until you forgive your brother, God will not forgive yourself. Yes. So you might have asked for forgiveness from God. You think God has forgiven you. You quote it. Oh, if we confess our sins, it's faithful and just. But that action has a condition. Matthew chapter 6, verse 14 to 15. Give me the message version. Quickly. Let me do this in 10 minutes. In prayer, there is a connection. Look at the scripture. Between what God does and what you do. I love the message version. 
<laughs> so prayer is not God's work. Prayer is our work. Our means myself and God. So he said, in prayer there is a connection between what God does. And I told you I had a message called the things God can do. And the things what, that God cannot do. And I have a message, 21 things the devil cannot do. I wanted to preach it in the lockdown, but I'm sure when you are watching, you say that, oh, pastor, in the lockdown, we are talking about how to survive. You are going to tell us them. So he's there. Next year, I'll teach you. <laughs> 21 things you think the devil can do that he cannot do. You want to know? Yes. And the message on who is the devil. Pastor, I want to know who is Christ. Eh? We have taught you, uh, you still believe the devil is strong. So I have to... I want, I want to naked the devil before you. Then you know that, ah, say now, that useless. Eh? Some of you, when you wake up and you even see kakape on your pillow, you take anointing oil. Whoever sent you, go and tell the person you didn't come and meet me. <laughs> if you are going for interview, and a house fly mistakenly enters your car. Tell him, my family people. Leave, leave the devil alone. In prayer, there is a connection between what God does and what you do. You can't get forgiveness from God, for instance, without also forgiving others. Is the English cry? You can't get forgiveness from God. For instance, with that, so it was an example of what God can do or what God does against what you must do. So that's why the for instance is there. So he said, for you can't get forgiveness from God. For instance, without also forgiving others, verse 15. He said, if you refuse to do your part, you cut yourself off from God's part. He was not talking to unbelievers. He was talking to the church. And forgiveness, the first level of forgiveness is to give you access to receive salvation. So when you receive salvation... The lifestyle of the believer, one of it is the lifestyle of forgiveness. And that is what Matthew is talking about. So whilst you are a believer, you must continue to forgive others. Because you are not perfect. You are a man. You are clay. You are with errors. You are with mistakes. You will step on people's toes if you don't forgive others. And other people held their, 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 their offense against you. And God did not forgive you, you will not be here. So Matthew is saying that if you don't do your part, you cut yourself off. You cut yourself off from what God can do. Let me move on. Let me ask you these questions. I'm talking to people. I know I'm, I'm talking to people. I know. I feel it within me that I'm talking to people. And some of you, I can feel chains that were tied on your heart. They are just breaking off right now. I know I'm talking to people. I know. Have you been offended in 2020? Have you been wrongly accused in 2020? Have you been blamed for something you didn't do? Or, better still, have you been blamed so much for something you did? That the people you were expecting to encourage you also pointed hands at you. And because of that, you are so angry. Have you been despised by the people you expected more from them in 2020? Have you been disappointed by people in 2020? Have you been disrespected and dishonored by people in 2020? People you expected them to honor you and respect you and regard you have you have you been insulted upon have you been cheated 
in a business deal have you have you been paid with evil when you did good I'm talking to you I know I'm talking to people I know I can feel it in the atmosphere today God says obey him I feel like adding this scripture is not part of the message Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 going quickly the power of obeying God's word Say, and it shall come to pass if thou hearken thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments can you give me the message version of this quickly quickly let me do this if you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey all his commandments, that means there's a way you must even obey. Heartily. Heartily. Joyfully. We are going to give your tithe today. Are you going to do it heartily? Are you? Or you are being forced? Or you are being compelled? No. Heartily obey all his commandments that I command you today, God your God <laughs> will place you on high, high above all the nations of the world. All these blessings will come upon you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God. Today, what I'm speaking to you is the voice of God. If you can respond with obedience, all these blessings, let me just read about five of them. Verse 3. God's blessings inside the city. God's blessings in the country. God's blessings on your children. The crops of your land. The young of your livestock. The calves of your hairs. The lambs of your flock. God's blessings on your basket and bread bowl. God's blessings in your coming in. God's blessings in your going out. God will defeat your earth just because you obeyed him today. By the time you wake up tomorrow, the Lord would have defeated your enemies. Yeah. And the, 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 the word is forgive your offenders. Your accusers. Your despisers. You, you think about and you go angry. God said, forgive them. Am I talking to somebody? Forgiveness is a commandment from God that benefits us more than God. You will feel better and healthier if you forgive. If you forgive. You will feel better and healthier. You will feel better and if you are choleric, if you are melancholic, if you are phlegmatic, you'll be having a lot of battles with unforgiveness. You are harboring people. Your ex, 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 ex. You can trace from JSS. Because he took your virginity. So you can remember him. Am I talking to somebody? You have a deep hatred for your relative. One day I needed somebody to sign something for me. And the person said he will not sign. I got angry. Not just angry. You know, there are angers that can live with you. The anger was with me. And one day in prayer, the Lord said, Why are you angry? <laughs> And when you start asking yourself those questions, you realize that you are carrying cancer. Un unforgiveness is like cancer. Why are you angry with the person? You will not even, you will not even remember what brought the contention. You realize that ah, the devil has turned you into a fool. Yeah. Today, I came with God's voice that forgive your offenders. God will delight in you the day you start forgiving people. Release them from your heart. 
I said what? People you trusted, they stabbed you in the back. Forgive them. Let them go. Betrayer everywhere. You can see it in the political sector. Everywhere. In the church, in the families, in marriages. Betrayer. You trusted your friend, discuss a marriage issue with the person. The person turned his back. And when you tell your husband, or told your husband's relative, and he came back to your husband, you're like, how? How could you forgive the person? I said what? You see, it's, it's very heavy from your heart. But I said what? Forgive the person. I can feel that some people are crying within. You are like, God help me to forgive. God help me to obey this word. The Lord will help you this morning. Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. Some people offended Jesus whilst he was on the cross. The soldiers who beat him up, they took his cloak, tied, torn it, and were like, ah, you, you, say, ah, you can save us. If you cannot save yourself, how can you save us? If you say you can save us, save yourself and come and save us. The scribes, the scribes, the scribes, the church elders, the religious leaders at that time, they joined them. They were laughing at Jesus and the thieves on the cross. <laughs> hey, if you cannot forgive people, you can never be great. Jesus could have messed up his assignment if he had focused on the offense. Let, let me tell you something. The greatest offense you can ever imagine in your life cannot be compared to the greatness of God's purpose on your life. Don't focus on the offense. Don't let the offense become an issue. Don't let the offense become, take a better part of you. You can't even smile now. You cannot even be free. You are so full of bitterness because you cannot release somebody. Today, the Lord sent me to tell you, release that brother, release that sister, release that father, release that mother, release that uncle, release that business partner. I came with the voice of God that God wants you to forgive your offenders. Give the Lord a good clap offering. One day I was talking to a lady. He said, Pastor Prince, I'm not your member, but somebody recommended you to me. I want to open up to you. I hate my father. I hate him. I hate him because of what he did to my mother. I hate him. I hate him. And when she was talking, I was just looking at her and I was praying for her. I, I hate him. I don't want to have anything with my father. He's a wicked man. He doesn't deserve me. I don't, I said, have you finished talking? He said, yes. I said, look at me. You are a dead meat if you continue working like this. Forgiveness is for your own benefit, not your father's benefit. You, your own benefit. Forgive your father and start relating with him. Forgive him. Another time we were in the car, myself and one of the company drivers who were driving, going, and there was this lady in the car. Something happened, and she also started talking. The way you carry the presence of God, when people sit with you, they start talking. Amen. You need to carry God's presence. They will smell God with you and they will sense Christ with you. Started talking. Pastor Prince, I hate my father. I hate my father. He didn't take care of us. Now I'll finish. I'm doing my service. I'll pay him back. If I get money, the first person is my mother. I'll not marry my father. I said, you have uprooted yourself from the land of the living. Are you here with me? It's not about how you feel. It's about what must be done. Are you here? It's not about how you feel. Understand because Jesus didn't explain the kind of offenses you should forgive. <laughs> when we get to heaven and you have your thesis to ask him, I will lead you as your pastor. Then you go and ask him. But as it is now, he says, Forgive your offenders. Give the Lord a good clap of it. <laughs> she wept in my office. 
wept. The following week, she called me. She said, Pastor, do you know what happened? My father called me and said, I want you to travel to the U.S. As I'm speaking to you now, she is in the U.S. I called her the last day. Are you not coming to Ghana? Oh, my daddy said he's going to put me. I said, you? <laughs> you? Where did you know that? I pray that the spirit of forgiveness will come upon your life. Give the Lord a good clap of it. Let me end with the story of Joseph. Joseph, we all, who doesn't know Joseph? Now, we don't even name our children Joseph. If I give a fourth son, I'll, I'll modify the Joseph. Joseph Elkanah. Uh, it's my wife in the service. Hey, uh, <laughs> Joseph Elkanah. And I know so far there, I won't understand. Joseph Elkanah. <laughs> so, so Joseph had gone through wicked experiences with the brothers, not his enemies. His brothers. His brothers. Twelve brothers. Eleven brothers. They mafiaed him. They sold him into slavery, put him in the pit. Announced his funeral when he was alive. He took his club. How will you feel? Eh, Becky, you are going home. You get home, the first electric pole you see will be trying. Becky Ahaji, 20 something years, gone too soon. Ah. <laughs> you enter your home, one week celebration. <laughs> That's what they did to Joseph. They took his cloth, killed an animal, put the blood in the cloth, and went to show to the father. Your son is dead. Is that not obituary? They sold him into slavery because the father loved him, the most favored. So his own brothers hated him. I'm talking to somebody. They sold him into slavery. He went there, had a bad experience with Potiphar's wife. A man who knew God, who saw visions, Please, don't be quick to judge people. Because I'm sure that some people will be judging Joseph. Holy, holy man, see you. Wicked man. You're ungrateful man. God, we, we, have been, we were here. And the king brought you. And Potiphar brought you. And favored you. And this is the, you see? You pray, you tough him. What praise? He went to prison, came back. Whilst in prison, another door opened. He went to a bigger place. Now he was a prime minister of Egypt. Jacob sends his sons to go look for food because there was famine in Israel. And the sons went and lo and behold, they were to talk to. That means that the entourage was heavy. You don't go to every town and you have the privilege to see the prime minister. It means that Charlie, Jacob, though they said there was famine, they were not broke. Are you here? You are not supposed to be broke. When you say you are broke, you have 10,000 on new cash. You are not saying amen, you are not clapping. I'm prophesying on you, you are not clapping. Are you, when you say you are broke, it's truly, truly that you are broke. It is level 5.23 in your account. Some of you are even negative. You are really broke. But I'm praying for you. The next time you say you are broke, it means that on you, no. Instead of let's say fifty thousand dollars, you are having ten thousand dollars. So you are broke. So they sent. They went to Egypt and they met Prime Minister Joseph, and Joseph recognized them. Look, when God lifts you up, don't pretend you have not seen your brothers and your sisters. Some of you do that. You'll be in an office and you see a church member coming for an interview, then you do like you've not seen the person. Not even interview. You meet the church member in a mall, then you do like because you are working with a strange girl. So no, you you walk normal, now you start walking. <laughs> ah. 
Is that not Emmanuel? Yeah. Oh, but no, Emmanuel doesn't work like that too. But Joseph recognized this is my brother. <laughs> and because of this ninja thing, you know, you can totally hide yourself. But me, Let's see what happened. Genesis 42, 23 to 25. I'm ending, so don't worry. And they knew not that Joseph, today I'm playing with a message Bible, so you keep me in message. We are not doing GNT today. Joseph had been using an interpreter, so they didn't know that Joseph was understanding every word. Joseph, turned away from them and cried. When he was able to speak again, he took Simon. He cried and cried until there was no strength in him. But when he was able to, no, he left, went to a room. Has it happened to you before? Let me see. Something happened. It's like you want to cry, but you don't want the people to see. He cried. I'm sure what was passing through his mind what you meant for evil. God has turned it for the good. Oh God, I thank you for giving me the privilege. That is the language of a righteous man who has been exalted and had the privilege to meet his offenders. He was thanking God that though they sold me as a slave, God, look at how you have lifted me. Now, the visions you showed me that my brothers were bowing to me. God, you are a faithful God. So out of the, um, Joseph measuring the faithfulness of God, he began to cry. A wicked man will say, ah, ha. Ah, yeah, yeah, he will speak in tongues again. Yeah, ga, 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 ga. These people, you are not, we are not even going to sell for you. And you are not going back. Throw them into prison. Take their mobile phone. Tell them, you will never see your father again. Sunday will be in church. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, you are yeah. No, that's not Joseph. Joseph wept, came back, took Simon, said, tie him. These are sermons. I don't want to go inside because of time. Tie him up, making a prisoner of him while they all watched. The next verse. Then Joseph ordered that their, their sacks be filled with grain, that their money be put back in each sack, and that they be given rations for the road. That was all done for them. Give me the KJV of the 25. No, let's go to 26. Good. 26 to 28. Message. They loaded their food supplies on their donkeys and set off. When they stopped for the night, one of them opened his sack to get food for his donkey. There at the mouth of his bag was his money. 28. He called out to his brother saying, My money has been returned. It's right here in my bag. They were puzzled and frightened. What's God doing to us? And I told them, if you forgive your brothers and sisters, you return them back to God. God becomes real to them again. When you forgive people, they begin to treasure God again. God becomes the focus because in the nature of God is forgiveness. I want you to rise up on your feet and lift your two hands and talk to God. I want you to talk to God. I want you to lift your two hands and talk to God. Allow the tears to flow. Allow the tears to flow. And talk to God in the next three minutes. I don't know what you want to tell God, but out of the message I've preached, talk to God. Ask God for the strength to forgive. Talk to God. Talk to Him. Ah, la, 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 basha. 
Talk to God, close your eyes and talk to God. Ayagada Bahasos, Blendiazo Maladahas, Yurere Zeleandasa, Zada Lalalalaba, Yada Lalabos, Yelaba Lagadalaba, Malalalalalaba, Yelelebos, In the name of Jesus, as we are about to take the communion, fairness, in the name of Jesus, talk to God in one minute. Talk to him, just talk to him. Oh Lord. Oh Rabado Help us, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, that your word has come to us. Help us. Maybe you are here. You want me to stand with you in prayer to help you forgive someone in your life. I want you to lift your right hand. All eyes closed. It has been tough for you, but I say, Master, I want you to pray with me. Lift your right hand. If your hands are up, lift your right hand. I pray for you. I stand with you in prayer. I pray that the love of Christ will fill your heart and give you the strength to forgive anyone who has offended you in 2020 and the years past. May the Holy Ghost discharge you from the snare of unforgiveness and bitterness. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We are about to take the communion. In the night before the Lord Jesus was betrayed, he sat at table with his disciples. He took bread. He indicated to them this was his body. He blessed it and broke it and said, this will be my body that will be broken for you. Take and eat. And as often times as you do this, you do this in remembrance of me. The body of Christ take and eat. In the same day, on the same table, the Lord Jesus took the cup of wine. He said, this is the cup of the new and everlasting covenant. It shall be shared for the remission of the sins of man. I'm praying for you tonight, this morning, that as we take the communion, Every sin in our lives will be washed away. The foundations of sin in our lives will be taken away. The networks of sin in our lives will be broken off. The consequences of sin will be taken away by the blood. Let the blood minister to you and give you strength to be able to pick a call, to be able to send a message, to be able to shake that person again and say, I've released you. I've forgiven you. We are now friends again in Jesus' name. Amen. The body and the blood of Jesus take and it.
May the Lord help us. May the grace to forgive people be released on someone. There's somebody here, if you decide to forgive somebody, 2021 will be an unforgettable year in your life. Yeah. Release the person. Hallelujah. Celebrate God with a good clap offering. Give you my soul. I live. Clapping is not strong. Hallelujah. Please take your seat.